Welcome to the Cassidy Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 79. You've got Chris and Brian. And today we're going to talk about holding yourself to a higher level of standards um, for your shooting competency than is probably mandated either by the state um, for CHL requirements, because there are none, uh, or by your department or agency. Absolutely. Guys, if you're, if you're a concealed carry permit holder um, and you've been doing this for a while, you've had your permit you know, for a couple of years, um, and you haven't gone out and, and pursued maybe some additional training beyond that concealed carry class. And by training, I mean a class taught by somebody who knows what they're talking about and can further your skills, um, not going to the range and practicing with a box or two of ammo on a great big steel plate or a great big piece of paper. Um, so if you haven't you know, pursued some additional training from somebody who's competent and has the right hacks and can convey information to you and make you a better shooter and probably a better tactician, better communicator, better mover as well. Um, you know, this is going to dovetail kind of nicely into our last podcast about, you know, setting up a training day and planning your training. Um, you know, you, you should be pursuing that outside training, uh, not necessarily just going to the range and practicing, especially if you really haven't established good fundamental baseline skills. Uh, if you find yourself still struggling to do dot torture, um, you know, at the close distance, out and shoot three, a 48, 49, or a 50, you know, at 10 feet, then, then you know, we're, we're talking to you right now about this as a concealed carry permit holder. Um, if you're a concealed carry permit holder who's maybe taken that concealed carry class and then has gone beyond and maybe, you know, gone out there and taken a one-day or a two-day handgun class, kudos to you because you are definitely in a very small minority of folks who have gotten serious about it. Um, and you found out how much fun it is, and you probably want to do more of it if you can find ammo and afford to travel and take the classes, etc. Um, so, you know, we're, we're talking to, you know, different classes of shooters here. Wherever you're at, you should be striving always, obviously, to be better. But you should always look at, you know, as a concealed carry permit holder, if you can talk to your local uh, police agency, a lot of those guys, you know, that are in that police agency, you find the right guy who's a shooter with that agency. They're probably one of their trainers. Um, and they're probably willing to have a conversation with you about what their qualification looks like. It, you should strive to be able to shoot their qualification to a, a high proficiency level. Um, you know, because it's one of those things that's a provable thing that heaven forbid you ever have to use your concealed carry weapon in a defensive situation. Um, to be able to, you know, go back to somebody and say, hey, you know, yeah, no, I didn't. Well, you know, one of the things a defense attorney is going to, or a, a bad guy, uh, the prosecuting attorney is going to try and make you look incompetent and say, oh, well, you accidentally shot this guy. You weren't well trained um, if they don't have anything else to pin on you. And so understanding that, you know, having some, some baseline, provable baseline of skills that you can show, um, you know, your attorney to defend you with is, is definitely a, a nice thing to have in your hip pocket should that ever happen. Um, if you're a law enforcement officer, uh, especially with one of the agencies in Ohio that uses simply the OPATA qual, um, whether that's because they've chosen that as the de facto standard because, hey, it's OPATA and they know everything, or whether they've chosen that because they have officers, especially admin guys who can't qual on their regular qual course, so they throw out the OPATA qual because pretty much anybody can qual on the OPATA qual except for the same guys, um, you know, then you really want to be looking at what, you know, uh, CPD had their old qual that I don't know if they've gone back to or not. There was actually a decent 300-point qualification. Um, the OPATA qualification, uh, we've shot with time le time hacks cut in half and in the dark um, and weren't told that's what we were shooting. Accuracy standard. 
considerably increased. Yeah, and, yeah, and the accuracy standards cut probably by about ninety percent actually, because we were all shooting at that basically. I think it's a five by seven circle in the center of the chest, yeah. and I think you know between the most combined, we dropped three shots out of three as, of us. out of three of us. Um, so you know, if if your agency has a, a pretty simple qual, um, it's great. Be able to ace it every time you go on demand. Um, be that guy who shows up and shoots the top score that you can get every time. But also, you know, you need to be looking at going beyond that. Uh, so today we're going to talk about some of those additional qual type things that you can go out and shoot. Uh, some are rifle applicable, some are handgun applicable. Um, I'll throw this out, same thing. If you're, you know, if you're a patrol rifle operator or a law enforcement officer here locally in Ohio, um, the, I've, I've shot the patrol rifle qual with a handgun and qualified easily with a handgun on the patrol rifle qual. The patrol rifle qual is actually a better handgun test than the handgun test. I would agree. Um, so, so understanding, you know, if if you're if if you think that you're solid because you've got the Opata quals nailed down, uh, we're going to talk about some things that maybe you can extend into and see if you can extend your skills out a little bit. Um, if your agency uses significantly more difficult quals, kudos to them. That's awesome that they do that. Um, and and if you're struggling to qualify with those. Um, that's a sign for you that maybe you need to seek some outside help. Um, you know, maybe your training cadre guys um, are, are having a hard time getting through to you. That could be a you thing, could be a them thing, either way. Um, but, you know, maybe it's time to go seek some outside training and kind of push yourself a little bit and extend and, and get solid. So, yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm going to let Brian talk about the first couple of these because he's got a little more experience with some of the hack stuff. Um, and he's actually gone through some of the range master stuff. Uh, I've done it with him, but he knows a little bit more about him because he's a little closer to the point of contact on that. Cool. Uh, first test uh, we're talking about, this is more like just pure up, straight up pistol skills, is the Todd Green pistol training um, fast test. Yeah. So at seven yards, uh, starting with the gun with two rounds in it, uh, we're putting two rounds in a horizontally placed three by five index card. Uh -huh. um, reloading the gun, putting four rounds into an eight-inch circle. Um, really simple, really straightforward. Um, the call it the the super cool guy time is five seconds. Um, as a as a skilled you know law enforcement officer um, shooting this from a retention holster or a concealed carry holder, you know actually shooting this from legitimate concealment, uh, we're looking for seven seconds. Um, kind of the bare minimum is 10 total seconds. Absolutely, yes. And shooting it clean. I think I think they list intermediate as 10 seconds, skilled as 7 seconds, and expert or whatever as 5 seconds. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of who the guy is. I don't know if it's Rob Vogel or one of those guys has done it in like three and a half um, a couple times. Um, the, the actual test for this, guys, was to be able to do it either in class or on video, cold, had back to back. Had to be in class. You had to do it two out of three times. Was that okay? And then yeah. I know that they did it via video for a while when Todd was still around. You could submit a video cold, um, and and you have, but it had to be literally back to back, unbroken video, unedited video. Um, and and guys, this is this is something that you know I have been shooting a handgun for a long time. Those of you who know me, uh, I'm I'm a solid shooter, but I'm no kind of ninja. Um, I, I've shot this under five seconds a couple of times, but never back to back. Uh, and honestly, I don't think I've ever done it cold. Now, under seven seconds, I can do pretty consistently. I will still not willing to say on demand, but I can do it pretty consistently under seven seconds. 
Um, and, and I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm no, I'm no guru or, or wizard here. Um, but it is one of those things that you don't, it's, it's not intended to be a drill that you do over and over and over and over again and train to. It is supposed to be a skill assessment, draw stroke, uh, find target for two shots, slide lock, reload, big target for four shots. And it tests those things, hence the fast test. Um, you know, so again, it's not something you should be going out and doing every day until you can do it for time. It's something that tests, you know, hey, I went through and did these skill workouts today. Um, let's put them all in one place and see how it works. Um, also, bear in mind, as a test, it's also not tactically sound. You're never going to draw your gun and only have two rounds in it and go to a slide rock re reload, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, if you're on the gram doing one, you know, one reload, one drills, that's not realistic either. Don't worry about it. It's just a test. It's a skill thing. So uh, next drill again, uh, really straightforward, and this one's even lower round count. Um, is Ken Hackathorn's Wizard Drill. Uh, so this is shot on an IDPA style target uh, from concealment, um, part time of two and a half seconds for each string of fire. Uh, stage one at three yards, uh, one headshot, strong hand only. Stage two is at five yards, one headshot with both hands. Um, stage three is at seven yards, headshot with both hands, and then at stage four is at ten yards, um, two body shots, so two rounds in the eight-inch circle on the IDPA target um, with two hands. Yeah, pretty simple. Um, You're just super limited on time. Vexingly difficult because of the time constraints. Um, so, you know, again, if you're one of those guys out there who thinks a sub-second draw is the bee's knees in the, in the ultimate thing, if you can put accuracy together with it, you might be right on this drill. Um, because if having a sub-one-second draw gives you a, quite a bit of time to resolve the shot. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's one of those drills that a lot of guys that go out there and say, well, that doesn't sound like that big a deal, and then go to do it. It's like, son of a gun, um, this is the third try, and I still haven't gotten it. So a uh, really good set of quick tests that brings the most important thing of a gunfight into the conversation, the guy that gets the first good shot fastest is probably going to win. So um, do you want to keep on? Do you want to hop to the range master? Yeah. Okay. So, and again, you've done that more recently. So uh, So the next one we're going to talk about is the range master uh, core pistol skills test. Um, range master is run by a gentleman named Tom Givens. Um, he is, he's down in Memphis, which is a rather rough city from what we hear. Yeah. Um, and Good he, barbecue, but yeah. And, and his history of training um, students for defensive firearms use, he's had something like 60 students actually get in gunfights and all survive. All survive. Uh, yeah. All of them, you know, win their gunfight, uh, which is kind of, you know, gives some validity to what's going on with this test or this call. Uh, this is also done on a, I believe it's supposed to be done on a QIT target, which is the great big bowling pin thing that yeah, the bowling FBI pin, uses. Yeah, bowling pin center. Yeah. Uh, it roughly equates to, call it like an IPSC target or an IDPA target, um, like C-zone size, call it. Yeah. Um, and it, it is done with a cumulative time. So there's not a part-time for any given... Uh, stage, but your total time is divided by your points, so you're you're chasing the clock the whole time. Um, starting out from three yards from the holster, sidestep, um, draw the gun, and fire four rounds. So we're not even really bringing the gun up and 
and aiming it. We're just getting rounds on target as yeah. fast as we can at three yards. Um, step two is at five yards, draw and or sidestep and draw three rounds to the chest and two rounds to the head. Um, those actually do need to be in the head box of the target for the headshots. Um, at five yards from the ready, uh, strong hand only four rounds. Um, next stage is also at five yards from the ready, support hand only uh, five rounds. At seven yards, now we go back to seven yards, um, drawing from the holster, six rounds on the target, so we're shooting a build drill at seven yards. Uh, stage six at seven yards from the ready, uh, three rounds in the gun, uh, spare mag on your belt, fire three rounds at the target, reload, and three more rounds. Uh, stage seven at 10 yards, draw and three rounds on the target. Step eight is at 15 yards, um, draw and four rounds on the target. And then the last step is at 25 yards, draw and fire three rounds at the target. Um, do you then take all of your points? So um, you get five points if you shoot in the down zero area or we're calling like C zone or better. Um, three rounds if you're in the D zone or you know, the outer edge of an IDPA target and then zero points if you miss target. Um, take all of that, um, divide it by your total time and then multiply it by 20. <laughs> math. Ooh. Yeah, some math. Uh, math. This is actually something you can, you can build a, a spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet and it's actually really easy to run a bunch of people through it if you do the logistics work ahead of time. Um, Again, back to setting up a training day. Yeah. Do your work ahead of time. Uh, as far as like the scoring on this, um, if you do an 80 to 100, you're very good. Uh, 100 to 124 is what we call advanced. And then 125 plus is a master class rating. Um, I've shot well north of the master class rating twice now. Okay. Uh, this is one of those drills where um, being, dare we say, being too accurate um, slowly very much works against you. Yeah, it is. It, it From some of the reviews and talking about it, it is, it is based on getting a good enough hit fast rather than the perfect hit a little slow. It's based on getting, getting bullets on meat effectively quickly rather than the super laser perfect hit in, you know, whatever amount of time you're given. So you're better yeah. off to shoot it fast. It's kind of the, the gist of what, as long as you make solid hits. Not, I'm not going to say decent. I'll say solid hits. Yeah. Yeah. Be able to get to, to affect behavior change yeah. uh, on the on your opponent before he can affect behavior change on you is vitally important. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, the, like I said, I'm, I'm, this this is one I want to do. I don't I don't think I've done this one. It's yet. coming up. Yeah, so that's cool. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so very cool. Uh, and it's a it's honestly right now I think the best once again once you can you can clean you know dot torture at four or five yards consistently. Uh, the range master core pistol skills qual or test or whatever you want to call it is probably the best use of forty pistol rounds I can think of right yeah. now. Less than a box. And again, it's an assessment. It takes all those skills, um, you know, draw to first shot, uh, multiple shots, et cetera, reloads and everything else and puts them all in one place for less than a box of ammo. 
And again, when we're talking about, you know, your training perspective, this is probably a really good baseline drill that you can put out there and keep that score, keep it in your notebook, and then track that on a regular basis. So, yes, good stuff. Um, the Pat Rogers Musock qual is out there online. I'm not going to bore you with the details of that qual, but it's a rifle qual that I think throws a few handgun shots in at some point in transition, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. Um, um, also, a little bit of movement. Yeah, a little bit of movement, a um, little bit of multi-position shooting, you know, standing to kneeling to prone, um, and some things of that nature. Uh, this is something that, that Pat, uh, you know, had no qualms about saying flat out that he stole from um, the Musoc from the Musoc guys. And, uh, and, and, it, and again, it's one of those things that's pretty straightforward when you look at the course of fire for it. But when you go out to actually do it, it's a pretty good challenge. The time constraints are solid. Um, and, and for a shooting drill, it does something that a lot of shooting drills don't do because it's rifle-based. A lot of handgun stuff doesn't force you to get to kneeling or get to prone and do that kind of stuff unless you go back to like the old uh, balance of speed and accuracy stuff from Magpul back when Haley and, and Costa were running that. Yeah. Um, this, this really forces you to move into positions quickly, and so it's a good indicator of whether or not you have trained getting into those positions. Some of us know those positions, but getting into them is, is a different conversation, especially the older we get and the more beat up we get. Um, and, and getting into that position and then getting out of it into the next one. Um, working from vertical to horizontal is blessedly easy. That's the other way around that gets me. <laughs> uh, but that, the Musoc Qual is another good one. And again, you can Google uh, Pat Rogers Musoc Qual, whatever, and I'm sure find some videos out there, um, you know, of him showing you how to do that. Um, anything to add to the Musoc Qual? Yeah, I mean, the Musoc, I would say if you're you know, new to patrol rifle or you've just gotten your AR yeah. and you're looking for, you know, honestly a good course of fire. Good baseline. To, to train and to hear some essential skills to practice. Yeah. Um, the MUSOC would be, I would say that kind of, that set of skills to practice. Um, the time standards are forgiving. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a qual that's designed to be passed, but it's not a qual to weed out people either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another, you know, if we're getting back to, you know, that balance of speed and accuracy, um, the 50, the timed, um, 200 point 50 yard four position aggregate. Yes. Um, uh, so on a B8 repair center, um, five rounds standing, five rounds kneeling, five rounds sitting or squatting, and then five rounds prone, um, trying to shoot north of 180 points yeah. in less than call it 45 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so again, you know, getting in and out of, not, I guess not so much getting in and out of positions, but effectively transitioning from positions yeah. and then also, you know, working the sights through recoil, uh, really managing the trigger well, and then kind of be able to get, you know, especially sitting and prone, be able to get into those positions and just rock and roll. Yep. Absolutely. Cause that's where you make up the time. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, definitely. The uh, last one, um, X-ray Alpha CQB assessment. Um, or we were, CQB warm-up. CQB, CQB, yeah, warm CQB warm-up. Uh, this is something that, that was, until here fairly recently, was kind of uh, something people didn't really talk about, but I guess it's kind of out in the open now. It's open source material. Yeah, we, it's on their website. We found so, it on their website, yeah, so, so we're, we're going to run with it. Yeah, so we're not giving anything up here. This is a, you know uh, an assessment we've been doing um you know, for, for a little while, one of our guys brought back some good information from a class with them. Um, X-ray Alpha are 
either current or former D-Boys. Um, and they teach current D-Boys as well as a lot of, of high-level law enforcement operators uh, across the country. Um, these, again, haven't had the honor of training with these guys yet, but I know lots of people who have, and they speak extremely highly of, of both this, the skills as shooters, um, but also the background and the ability to help you apply their knowledge and, and, and become better at every aspect of this. Um, these guys come very highly regarded. The, the CQB warm-up is, uh, is, is no joke either. Yeah, um, Scott Jedlinski from Modern Samurai Project did an interview um, with the X-Ray Alpha guys on his podcast. I think going on maybe a year and a half ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Google that shit and listen to it because it is well worth your hour of time. Yeah. Uh, getting back to the, the X-Ray Alpha CQB assessment. Uh, so we have two IPSC targets per shooter. Um, they're, they're placed about, five, about a yard apart. Uh, starting at the 40 meter line, um, two rounds per target standing, and then two rounds per target from prone. Um, and the, the goal here is six seconds total. Yeah. Um, the, call it the allowable time is nine seconds. Yeah. Now, is that is that the, the allowable add-on for fat old civilians? Or, because their numbers are hard and fast. If you don't pull the six the, seconds as a, as a legit dude... I think the, the nine seconds is you had too much to drink the night before. Is that okay? <laughs> so, and, and, and again, if you don't have practice getting in and out of these positions, um, when we ran this, we ran it in, in a hay field, basically. Yeah. Um, it, that was extremely was rough ground that was rutted all to heck. And, and, uh, and it was interesting. Even, even the, what I'll call the fat old guy time hacks were, were, <laughs> were not necessarily easy in that environment. Um, but you know, if you can't do it in that environment, it doesn't really matter. You got to be yeah. able to do it on demand. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, I've also seen with this overall assessment, um, people that don't like if you don't have the shooting skills and you chase the time, yep. uh, it gets really ugly. Um, yep. Guilty is charged on that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, stage two, uh, starting at forty meters, um, ending at the twenty meter line. Uh, two rounds per target standing at 40, uh, move to the 20-meter line, two rounds per target at 20 meters, uh, part-time being nine seconds. Yeah. Uh, so that, the movement is an absolute sprint, yeah. and you better have your gun up and ready when you get there. Yeah. Uh, next one is starting at 20-meter line, ending at the 10-meter line, two rounds per target standing at 20 move to 10 meters, um, two rounds per target at 10 meters. Uh, again, like that's a 10 yard absolute sprint. The getting into position at 10 yards is critical. Yep. Yeah. If you ain't fast, you ain't making those time hacks. Again, this is for studs. Um, not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, a, a meter is like three inches longer than a yard. Um, so that's not your excuse for not making the time hacks as well. It was in meters and not yards. This and the target. It was, yeah, it was so much further because we did it in meters, you know. <laughs> uh, the next part, starting at 10 yards, uh, three rounds per target with the rifle, transition to your pistol, three rounds per target. Uh, part time is six seconds. Yeah. Uh, that should, the rifle should go to uh, a, a reload at that point. Uh, start this whole drill off with a 30-round mag, and it simplifies things 
Whether you, yeah, yeah, I run 28 round mags and I wasn't notified of that and it totally hosed me on that one. So such is life. Live and learn. Yeah. Um, the next one, this is a, call it just a skills assessment here. Uh, starting with an empty rifle, we're at seven meters, uh, with an empty rifle aiming through the sights on the beat transition to pistol three rounds per target, uh, part time three seconds. Yeah. And then lastly, starting at the seven meter line, uh, again, total skills assessment. There are no tactics to this particular um, element in the qual. Uh, we got the rifle mag inserted, bolt locked open, weapon on fire, aim to target on the beep, change magazines, and engage each target with three rounds from the rifle. Yep. Um, this is actually scored on, this is the beautiful part, this is scored on the IPSC target. Um, A zones are worth five points. Uh, BC zones are worth three points. You don't get any extra points for headshots because there are no. There's not supposed to be any rounds there's in no the head box. Prescribed headshots, yeah. Um, D zone hits are worth one point, and if you miss the target, you get zero points. And you need a 85% or 204 points to pass. Uh, any rounds fired after the part time are considered misses. Yeah, and I would, and I there's no way I would have been anywhere near that that point of qualification based on time because I yeah. missed the time hacks on probably half those drills. Um, but just raw points moving at old fat guy speeds. I shot that pretty well. I was pretty happy with the, yeah. with the hit ratios and the location of the rounds, especially considering the speed. Cause my yeah. big thing is not shooting the gun fast. It's getting in position fast, uh, combination oh. of being fat old and broke. So, yeah. Uh, this is another one of those drills. I think it's eight, 18 handgun rounds or 12 handgun rounds and 36 rifle rounds. Uh, so again, not a ton of rounds yeah. to shoot it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it doesn't take a ton of time to shoot it either. Um, if you got, you know, squared away folks, you can run 10 people through this in probably 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, especially if you got wide open space where you can have people run simultaneously. Yeah. Um, and then honestly too, like this is um, a drill that I ran some new shooters through, didn't tell them about the part-times, we didn't run a timer, but made them practice, you know, these various skills, uh, because we only get, you know, from point A to point B, and then engage targets when you get to point B, um, is something that you should be able to do with a rifle. Yeah, and again, not something a lot of folks get an opportunity to do, so again, make sure wherever you're doing this, you can do it safely. Um, you know, you can do it safely and, and with good supervision, with good safeties, even if you got a group of squared away guys, still make sure you got a couple guys back, you know, watching yeah. things to make sure that, Hey, you know, nobody's too far ahead of anybody. You're maintaining your lanes and stuff like that, maintaining that dead space properly, et cetera. Making sure, you know, people are, as soon as that gun comes off your shoulder, you know, or we drop the sights, that rifle's got to go back on safe. Yeah. No matter what every, and it should be every time. Anyway, the reality is the gun should be on safe when you're not doing work with it, period. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, just, guys, you know, just giving you some things you can apply to that, um, apply to that, you know, how do you plan your training and, and giving you, you know, some, some metrics that you might be able to utilize if you don't have any already in your back pocket um, to go out there and, and extend beyond, you know, what you're currently doing. Um, get out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know. Um, it's something to consider with this, too. If you are shooting with a group of guys and you are consistently the best shooter in that group by far, um, keep shooting with that group of guys and keep helping them extend, keep challenging them, but go find another group and push yourself. 
go find another group of guys who will bring stuff like this back um, and, and maybe the first time smoke you and rub your nose in it, but then make you want it a little worse so that you try a little harder um, because all that's doing is making you better. So, and, and we want to, what was it Pat Max says, can, can today's version of you kick yesterday's version's ass? Yeah, yeah can you kill your clone? Yeah, you know, every day, you know, we want to get a little bit better. So these are, these are some ways to do it, guys. And, you know, we talk to a lot of folks now. Um, you know, again, newer shooters are people who have rekindled an interest in shooting based on current events. Um, this is what we're hearing from you guys that you want to know about. So, so this is this is what we've got. Uh, we're going to keep trying to put out good content like this. But, you know, but as always, if you've got ideas, we'd love to hear them. If you've got drills that you run, we'd love to hear them. You know, stop by the shop. Let's let's talk. Let's yeah. talk. So. Um, that being said, um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram as long as we're able to stick around there. Um, that is where we're trying to, to do, call it real-time updates on when we get things in. Um, if you see something pop up on there that you like, give us a call with the credit card number and we can hold it for you. Um, yeah, we are located over in Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. Um, please stop in and see us. We are still running um, COVID-related social distancing hours. We're 10 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, we are limited to four people in the store at a time um, to keep the health department and Mini Mike and all those folks happy. Yep. Um, and then sign up for our email newsletter. Um, you can do that on our website, capcityoutfitters.com. Or drop us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com, and we will happily add you to the newsletter. Thanks, guys.